Hi, I'm John Marn. I'm here today with Mike Capuccio, owner of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts with a focus on Mitsubishi ductless heating and cooling products. Today we're talking about heat pump technology, new versus old. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, John. How are you? Good, thanks. So, Mike, tell me first, what is a heat pump? A heat pump? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, a, a heat pump is... It is an air conditioning system with a reversing valve in it, John. So I don't know if you've ever been outside or you've had a central air conditioning system in your home, but typically when you go outside in the summertime and that machine outside is chugging along out there, you you feel heat coming out of that. Right. And then inside the house, you feel cold air coming out of the vents. Right. So is it drawing heat from inside the house and pushing it outside? It's taking, it's, air conditioning is a removal of heat. We're not, we're not okay. putting cold air in the house. We're removing the heat from the house. And that's why the, the outside unit feels warm mm-hmm. because it's distracting the heat from inside of the home. In the wintertime, it does exactly the, the opposite. You feel cold air coming out of the unit inside, and you feel warm air coming out inside of the home. So we're warming up the air inside the house because we're taking the cold air and running it across a warm coil with a fan. Okay. So as that coil inside of that ductwork in your home is maybe 100 degrees, you feel 100 degree air coming out of that. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's what's called a reversing valve inside of that unit that... Basically, when you switch the thermostat from heat to cool, it switches the valve over to heating and cooling. So the outdoor unit becomes the cooling unit that's inside the house in the summertime and just the opposite in the wintertime. And that's a heat pump? That's a heat pump, yeah. Okay. and, And a lot of times with the traditional heat pumps, basically inside of the ductwork or inside of the indoor air handler, you have what's called a backup electric heating source. And that's basically electric heat that's inside of the ductwork. And that would come on on the cold, cold days below 32 degrees. Sometimes with these traditional heat pumps, you didn't feel real warm air coming out of those. So in the wintertime, the air would actually get cooler as the outdoor temperature would drop because that's when the heat pump would lose efficiency. Right. Okay. So why would my father say have have told me to steer clear of heat pumps around the Boston area? Oh God, that's a real great question because a typical heat pump loses capacity on a cold, cold day. I don't know if you ever had a heat pump in your house, John. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But what happens is when the outdoor temperature gets cold, the heat pump becomes more inefficient. So now the compressor outside basically stops running. And I don't know if you've ever seen on a thermostat, there's a little red light or green light. Most of the time it's red, and it says auxiliary heat. Mm. And when the auxiliary heat is on, it's the electric heat that's now on. You know, John, when you look at a toaster and you you see the toaster and it's glowing red and your your bagel is inside there and you just see these glowing red elements, that's typically what you have inside the ductwork on a cold cold day multiply that times 20 with a big glowing red source in there mm. with air blowing over that very very expensive to operate in the winter time it gets very costly because now you're running on full electric heat on the cold cold days so the your father was saying to you john a heat pump is expensive to operate in the winter time right and that's a traditional old heat pump that you had in the you know back in the day So tell me a little bit about the new heat pump technology and what makes that so much better. Well, the new heat pump technology from Mitsubishi Electric is totally different. 
totally different from what we had. First off, 90% of these do not have backup electric heating systems in there. You just don't need them anymore. The heat pump has 100% heating capacity at minus five degrees. So at minus five degrees, we don't have any backup electric heat. We're taking the heat from the outdoor unit compressor and using that to heat the inside of the home. So we don't have a toaster in the ductwork coming on all the time. We're just running on, we're pretty much running on air conditioning in the wintertime. Mm. So, you know, when we look at the cost of this, of what it costs to operate, you know, in the in the wintertime, we have what's called like a 70 degree temperature difference. If it's zero degrees outside and it's seven, you're trying to maintain 70 degrees in the house, well, you have a 70 degree temperature difference. So yeah, your compressor on the outside is gonna run longer than the summertime because in the summertime on air conditioning mode, we have 90 degrees outside and we're trying to maintain 70 in the house. So we have a 20 degree temperature difference. So the outdoor unit isn't gonna run at full speed as long. It's gonna bring the temperature down and, and shut down at that point. It's not gonna run at a real long time. It's gonna cost you a little more to heat with the Mitsubishi heat pump versus a natural gas system in the winter time. But as far as the old technology versus the new technology, you're not gonna have any of that backup electric heat source anymore. Okay, so will a Mitsubishi electric ductless hyperheat system keep my home warm in the Boston area in the winter? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've done full home systems with hyperheat. We've had people who have electric heat in their homes remove the electric baseboard heat from their homes. We've put hyperheat systems in their home. We've put hyperheat systems in new construction for a full source of heat without any natural gas or anything like that. We've done it on many, many homes. And you said it doesn't need any kind of supplemental heating all the way down to negative five degrees. And we, we pretty rarely ever get down that no. low in the Boston area. When we typically look at the Boston area and we do, when we look at how many days we actually have below 15 degrees, when yep. we look at it from, from a standpoint of hours, we don't have many hours where it's below 15 degrees. I, right. I want to say it's probably somewhere around maybe 150 hours below 15 degrees in the whole year in the whole entire year i mean it isn't as many as you think you know there's a lot of days in the winter time where it's 20 degrees 30 degrees and there's there's days it's 70 degrees in the winter time up here in new england (laughs) we don't know you know it depends on what's going to happen but there aren't many days where it really gets a lot very very cold i mean think of how many days we have when it's zero degrees in new england maybe three right four sometimes you know and and typically is it really that cold warms up when the when the sun comes out it usually warms up to 10 15 degrees right it usually only gets that cold in the middle of the night in the darkest hours exactly and it warms right back up that's when it happens yep so are heat pumps expensive to operate the the older heat pumps were very expensive to operate okay you, you could spend upwards to six seven eight hundred dollars a month on some of those heat pumps at one point um Traditionally, the Mitsubishi electric heat pumps, we're seeing, I mean, I I have a home that we did in Stoneham with a Mitsubishi PVA three and a half ton hyperheat system where the the home had a traditional heat pump in it, and we put the hyperheating system in there. I mean, this this particular home, they were spending around $4,400 a year for heating and cooling year round. I mean, when we installed the Mitsubishi hyperheat system, we have energy bills from this this gentleman and i mean he was ecstatic when we saw we got his energy bills down to about twenty two hundred dollars a year and along with that project he he went to the mass save loan 
and got a 0% loan for seven years on that. So he had a 0% loan for seven years and brought his energy cost down to $2,200 a month. So from we, where? From $4,400 so a year. So no, $2,000 a year. It was, he was saving about $2,000 a year. It was about a 40% energy savings in the home. So when we started looking at those numbers, he was lower than what he was spending in the course of a year with the loan that he had had for the seven years. So mm. he has payback in that, and, and it, it, his home value is worth more now because his heating and cooling bills aren't as high as they were. Right, so somebody looking to buy that house is going to say, well, what do your heating bills look like? And he says, that's yeah. oh, only $2,200 a year, the, and that adds value to the yeah. house. I mean, and if you look at a traditional home with natural gas, you know, you might spend fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars $1,500 a year heating that home. Then you might spend seven, $800 a, a summer air conditioning at home. So when you look at the whole package, it's it's about the same when you look at it with nat- from a natural gas standpoint, too. Right, right. So... All right. Well, that's really great information, Mike. Thanks again for speaking with me today. Thanks, John. And for more information, visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.